0: Welcome to Movie Time Machine, where we take movies from the past and review them in the present. Today, we're going to do a special episode to talk about our reactions to the latest Rise of Skywalker trailer released at the D23 Disney event. I'm your Time Machine host, Chad, and joining me today is my co-host, Jamie. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good, Chad. I did not get invited to D23.
0: (laughs) Well, someday, perhaps. Someday. we're, We're dreaming. So, Jamie, we have kind of discussed off the air recently about kind of our lack of excitement for the rise of Skywalker movie. And so my first question is to you is after watching this recent trailer, has this moved the uh, needle for you in excitement or still the same?
1: Well, that's a good question. And I, I feel like we should point out to right away that we are both very much star Wars fans, right? Yes, is that indeed. fair to say?
0: Yeah. That's probably why it's just me and you right now.
1: <laughs> right. right. And I I certainly know that your fandom exceeds mine, but I was a fan of the franchise ever since I was probably eight years old. So when I say that I'm not excited, I'm not saying that just to (laughs) shit on Star Wars. (laughs) Right. right. I'm saying it as if, you know, my daughter did something to really disappoint me. I love her a lot. (laughs) Right. So I'm extra bummed and upset that I'm not excited about what I'm seeing. Um action i mean for me it's kind of and it's hard to tell with the d23 trailer i will have to wait for the next one because they included the intro package from the franchise you know with the prequels and um the original trilogy oddly leaving out rogue one and han solo but (laughs) i digress um so it's tricky to understand what to make of that and then have a movie trailer within it um you know it's almost as if well, I guess their their statement there is saying that we're concluding everything with this final movie, at least I guess that's how I interpret it.
0: Yeah, it's like they they lean really hard into that nostalgia. It's like the first you don't see anything from the new trilogy until like a minute 15 into the trailer, which is kind of crazy and we don't really Yeah, uh, well, we don't I really suspect- get yeah. We don't really get a lot of new footage Then after that, which Um, We can get into a little bit later about the trickery of of the trailer, but...
1: Yeah, and I suspect they're doing that to course correct for The Last Jedi, because, as we know, I mean, as that was pretty well received critically, a lot of the fans were not happy about that movie. I mean, that was... Prequels notwithstanding, I think that might have been the most negative reaction to come out of a Star Wars movie in a long time. So...
0: Yeah, I think, you know, it's... even if you try to follow the trajectory of the story that's, that's being told in The Force Awakens when we get into The Last Jedi, it's really all over the place. And <laughs> after, after the end of The Last Jedi, it's kind of like, is this it? Like, what are the stakes now, like going into this last movie? And there, like, really isn't any. And we have a lot of questions, but is it relevant? Like, we don't know resistance we don't really know much about the resistance the history we don't really know much about the first order we don't know really anything about ray um kind of like we don't know what what happened to luke there's just like so many questions and they have i just feel like they have so much to answer in this next film that i guess i'm hoping that jj finds some way to like course correct and bring it back home from what he started but um my personal excitement level for this is like, it's nudged a little bit, but I just have like so many questions that I'm just kind of going to sit, sit back in my seat with my arms crossed and like hope that, you know, my expectations are, are subverted or exceeded um, going into this one. But.
1: Oh yeah. Um, so, and I think a lot of that stems back to my feelings about the force awakens. It. I I did not love that movie, and the fact that we have J.J. coming in to land the ship of this trilogy doesn't excite me, as I know it does for other fans. I just felt that The Force Awakens was more of a reheating of the leftovers that the original trilogy kind of laid out. You know, we have a similar plot device with Rey as an orphan on a desert planet who gets picked up and thrust into this new adventure, and... For all intents and purposes, they're calling them the New Order and the, I don't even know what the New word is for the Rebels, but it's still the Rebellions and the Empire. They're only different in name. So, and we have Han and Chewie, friends from the old movie. We got the Millennium Falcon. We have a rogue pilot with a rogue droid with Poe and BB-8. So, I guess I'm, I don't know, I was just looking for something new. I didn't want a redo of A New Hope. I've seen that movie. I love that movie. I guess I was content with that. I understand it with the mindset of updating the special effects and bringing new fans into the fold. Um, So I guess with that in mind, you know, I'm not a new fan. So I guess the takeaway is maybe that film was just not for me.
0: Right. And I, yeah, I get the, the criticism of that first film but in the same breath i think that was needed that familiarity that seriously i think the prequel trilogy was most parts i think most fans i mean the feeling about the prequel trilogy is not very high um and i think this was like something to come back with with that familiarity with the force awakens um but yeah i, I totally see it like again I, that still leaves us open to those questions of like what the hell is the first order like what is the resistance and there's no backstory at all given to us about that so i think that's for me personally like when we get to like questions needed to be answered and the rise of skywalker is like who is ray why is ray important in this trilogy um as the focal character um Like, who the hell was Snoke? And, like, why was he so important through, like, a movie and a half? A movie and three quarters? Like, he obviously has to have some sort of importance. Like, he was the leader of, like, the emperor of, like, the First Order. We don't get anything there. And I think we have to get some kind of, like, nuggets, hopefully, in this next film. They say that this is the final episode in the Skywalker saga, like... What what are they going to, like, they need to tell us a lot to make that relevant. Like, you know, is, like, is it because Rey is a Skywalker or is it, like, because there's some significance, like, a redemption of, like, Kylo? But I just have a, I'm just having, like, a hard time, like, how are they going to tie this entire saga up in this one movie with the last movie being poorly received by, like, Star Wars fans, and again, like Force Awakens 2 is kind of like, there's like, I feel like a 50-50 feeling there, well, how that was received, because that's called A New Hope 2, essentially.
1: Well, yeah, and I think the question is, with Disney owning as much intellectual property as they do and basically owning movies, this is the question of what happens when you remove the creative mind of George Lucas and it becomes... You know, an institution rather than the product of one person's brain, because I think that's what happened here is Disney, whoever's running Lucasfilms didn't have their ducks in a row. You know, they made The Force Awakens. I think you're right. You're I, I agree with your point that you might need that baseline to bring fans into the fold and reground us in a story. And as bad as the prequels were, I only defend them so much. Um, they have a soft spot because I was pretty young when I saw them. But I acknowledge that they are bad movies. But what they did have was a narrative through line from George Lucas's brain, and I this just doesn't have it. If if it's if it's there, I don't see it because, like you said, with the original trilogy, we started to get answers in Empire. Okay, who's Luke? He's a student who needs training. He's going to Dagobah to get the training. Who's Darth Vader? Why does he hate Luke so much? Oh, it's his dad. Okay, I get it. Now we have some strife, we have some conflict, we have some answers, and we begin to have, you know, the picture of some resolution that will come in the next film. And I just think that with The Last Jedi, Ryan Johnson gave us a lot of resolution where we felt we didn't need answers. You know, I guess my interpretation of what he did by killing Snoke was, oh, I guess he wasn't important. I guess we don't need to know who he is. I guess this is about, you know, Ben and Ray and the connection that they share. And they, I guess in my mind, more or less got some resolution at the end. They're, you know, they share a consciousness. Ben is the dark side of that. Ray is the light side. And they're coexisting now unless they ultimately destroy each other in the next film. You know, I guess I just don't know where else to go with the story i hope i'm wrong i want to like this movie i i really do but i just if there's a narrative through line i don't see it
0: right yeah i just i mean because like the original trilogy it's kind of like you had the conflict between luke and vader essentially and the rebellion and the empire and the prequels you had like the conflict of anakin and the conflict between like the republic and the um what were they called in the prequels the like the not the resistance the like the droid armies and i can't remember
1: oh yeah the 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 trade federation or something like that yeah
0: whatever that rebellion was called but at least those those were clearly defined and like were um themes throughout that trilogy and the original trilogy and this one again i'm just kind of like i feel like there was some cool stuff that they brought up in the force awakens and it just has not carried through up to this point but um carry on like i just want to see was there anything in that trailer that like kind of sparked any interest or like curiosity or cool or um
1: oh that's a good question i'm (laughs) i'm just trying to think of so like i said i mean at this point i'm I'm pretty much checked out from the narrative, so I'm yeah. in it for cool aesthetic stuff. Like, at least, right. okay, so give me, like, a new weapon, a new ship, new planets, right. new characters, whatever.
0: A good space and fight.
1: Yeah, a good <laughs> space fight. Yeah, because we haven't had that. When was the last one of those we had?
0: I don't know. I feel like in, like, the newer iteration of Star Wars films since Disney took over, I feel like my favorite space battle scene has been the one in um, Rogue One. Yeah, the fight to get the Death Star plans. I thought the one even in um, Force Awakens was pretty weak. The space battles were slow and weak in the Last Jedi, um, so I'm hoping to at least get something really cool out of that. Um, we get like the images of like the um, Empire fleet with all the star destroyers, but there's some speculation to that might be like a part of like a vision too. Like there's a cool scene with like the what is now the Resistance fighters like coming out of light speed and arriving. Yeah. we are expecting in some kind of battle so that's kind of cool but yeah we our space battles with like since disney's taken over has been pretty meh overall
1: i would agree yeah I, I would say most of all i though i i did like those scenes of all of the ships um light speeding into existence i i guess i'm probably just most excited to see um, Carrie Fisher and what they did with right. her final scenes as Leia. Right. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah. If I had to pick one thing, I guess it would be that the whole double saber thing. Whatever. Like Ray's not going to go to the dark side. No. Come on, we all know that. Come Disney's on. not going <laughs> to let that happen. <laughs> no, no. Plus, is that? I, I don't see how that's an improvement on Darth Maul's initial design. If you got to click the device itself before you get the blade out, that's just dangerous right you're gonna, you're gonna lose a limb
0: right <laughs> that lightsaber definitely didn't go through any kind of product testing
1: right right right
0: <laughs> Poor right. QA.
1: right well that lightsaber is indicative of this trilogy i mean if right. don't don't reinvent a perfect wheel you know the wheel better be broken if you're going to reinvent it right <laughs> exactly
0: um have you seen the movie poster for the rise of skywalker
1: no, I haven't explained.
0: It's it's quite different. It's totally it's for me it kind of takes well I don't know maybe I'm talking to myself here. I it looks pretty weak. it's pretty simple though it's just like really dark. It's kind of like uh, a light image of the emperor that takes up like maybe the upper half portion of the poster. Then it's looking down, then it's kind of like the scene where Kylo and Rey are battling on, like, what I'm assuming is part of the Death Star 2 wreckage, or one of the Death Star wreckage that's on the planet that they come across in the first trailer. Okay. But it's, you know, it has, like, the, the clash of, like, the blue and the red. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know, it's kind of, because the Star Wars movie posters in the past have had, like, like the theme, like you usually have, like your main characters, like take up like a larger portion of the poster. Then you have like all the interstitial, like characters, like your one-off, like stormtrooper character or your one-off alien character in there, and then maybe like a three PO and R two image. But yeah, it's completely different from like how our our trilogy movies have posters have been in the past. But overall, I think it's kind of whatever it's a movie poster I'm not going to get bent out of shape about it <laughs> right um, no i have
1: to check it out though i haven't seen it yet
0: yeah any reaction to the red-eyed 3pl oh, <laughs> oh. you need some sort of droid visine
1: yeah or is it a virus it's just so funny because it's meant to suggest that he's evil where he's, where yeah. the, i i guess you could make the case with R2 that he might be more sentient than other droids, just based on his behavior throughout the films and attachment to certain humans, Yeah, you know, for a, for a being that's supposed to operate in binary. So I, I guess to me it's, it's funny because I guess it suggests some sentience that droids shouldn't be capable of possessing. So may, maybe on that end, it's interesting, but I don't know. What do you think?
0: I, don't, it's, I think it's probably a scene where he somehow whatever they give him some kind of like download of some kind of information and it's kind of I think again it's just kind of trickling trickery in the trailer but maybe he gets like somehow gets like his memory recalled from like the original trilogy before getting wiped I don't know I just I just think it's it's meant the it's in the trailer just to kind of trick us because there was right. like a a poster that was leaked and um, I think earlier in the summer where it had like the traditional looking Star Wars movie poster and one of the images was three PO holding um, Chewbacca's bowcaster.
1: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> and he had like the anyway, so I was like. Maybe if that is actually coming to fruition in the movie. And I think in in the one of the comic book arcs there's like an evil three PO droid. Anyway, I digress. I and I just think it's like a uh just to kind of throw us off in the trailer. Because like, a an evil three PO at this moment wouldn't I mean like we need another like side story to talk about and have questions answered within this one movie.
1: Right. For the <laughs> For the one person who's a big C-3PO right. head. Right,
0: right. I knew it all along. Right. Um, Or maybe, did, did we get R2 back at the end of any of these movies? I don't remember. Because at the oh, end of The Force see? Awakens... Oh, wait, never mind. We got him back at The Force Awakens when they got, like, the... Because he's the one that filled in the map to the... um to Oh, find right. Luke. All right.
1: Right. My my favorite plot point, by the way, in any Star Wars movie, we're missing one piece of the map. We don't right. know what it is. Right. We'll look at right. the rest of the map, and right. there you go.
0: Right, just somewhere in there. Right, but it's unknown, and it could be a vast part of space, and you can't light speed through it because you might crash into something. I, I think suppose. that's part of it.
1: <laughs> oh, I guess if I had one true curiosity from yeah. everything. I guess it would be who's the Skywalker, and I think that's the point. That's the question they want us to ask, the rise of Skywalker. Right. Which one? Because right. it, it's Ben or Rey, or they're related, which would re- require some serious mental gymnastics right. to to retrofit to this story. Um, but I think that's it's supposed to suggest that Ray's a Skywalker, so I'm curious to see how they stick that landing, because...
0: Something I just thought about today was maybe it's the rise of Kylo as a Skywalker. Since he's the only one that's really alive, Mm -hmm. you know, less. I mean, we're assuming that they somehow sent Carrie Fisher off since she's gone. Right. But yeah, who knows? Like, I mean, what what else? What else are they going to do? Like, are they going to bring Luke back? Are they going to bring Anakin back? Is like one of the theories I had read that Skywalker will be like the new, like, kind of Jedi. So it's like a plural use of a Skywalker. Sure. That's like where whatever the balance between the light and the dark, but.
1: Sure. Yeah, I guess the question in the Star Wars universe where no one is really dead is when is someone dead, dead? I mean.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. It'll
1: be. Well, because Luke has force sentience so it's not unrealistic to see him again right and maybe that's han's fatal flaw of not learning the ways of the force is he's dead dead
0: right <laughs>
1: but <laughs> yeah because I, I, I yeah in the original trilogy every time we get a dead jedi they're not gone obi-wan kenobi yeah. anakin skywalker um is that it yoda, yoda um yeah. yeah so yeah you're right we'll probably see luke again so i what would be weird though, is they do the Vader helmet sound and he died as a Jedi. He didn't die as a Sith, right. so that would require further explanation, especially if we see Palpatine again because again, that would retrofit the entire thing we know about the Sith pursuit to you know stop death where whereas then if they follow that dark mindset to his logical conclusion their brain is so corrupted they can't whereas that's the gift that the Jedi bestow upon themselves is they don't want it or they don't seek it that's not the purpose is to be immortal and they find that um, self-actualization along the way you know that's that's their reward for pursuing the light side of the force is they get to live on and endure right so yeah I'm very curious to see what they do with that
0: yeah, just kind of what I'm thinking right now is, um, the obviously the prequel trilogy didn't hold up to how fans felt about the original trilogy, and I don't think the sequel trilogy is holding up to expectations for most fans compared to the original trilogy, and myself as like a fan of like Rogue One and even though I think there's a lot of hate for Solo. I thought that was, for the most part, a fun Star Wars story. I think maybe in the Star Wars universe is, like, where we're getting the best stories being told are, like, the kind of, like, the side characters or, like, these side stories, like, within, like, the window around the original trilogy. And that's kind of maybe why I'm excited for The Mandalorian because it's not dealing with our beloved characters and we don't have to answer and come up with all these different questions and answers for our these our favorite characters in the Star Wars universe. It's spent something on the side and fun, but anyway.
1: I, I oh, I agree 100%. Yeah. I agree 100%. I can't wait for um the franchise to just bury the Skywalker saga forever. And I think that might be what they're doing because you know, <laughs> <laughs> I Because then we can love it and remember it and have more fun in the universe without having to worry about doing right by the Skywalkers. Because I just I think of Star Trek and, you know, the next generation had a wonderful run on TV and a legion of fans. And it only got weird when they interacted in the movies with the original crew of the Enterprise You know, that's that was only when it got weird was when their mashed mashed potatoes touched Captain Kirk's peas.
0: Right. So (laughs) it's like I like that comparison.
1: Yeah, I just I I think it would behoove them to do what you've laid out, Chad, and explore more of the Rogue One solo Mandalorian one off stories because I have I had the more fun with those anyway than the new trilogy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a lot you can explore in those universes without having to be like hold yourself to like I think there's like these hard rules too that are like created in that original trilogy and you just kind of be like free of them I know there's some things that are weird with like Solo just but yeah I don't know I don't know what it is about like Rogue One and Solo versus like the trilogy movies but again maybe because I'm expecting like in this tril the sequel tr- trilogy to have some sort of like continuity between them to have like a better flow and it just isn't there Right. So,
1: I think that's all I have to say. Other than I'm equally pumped for the Mandalorian. I rewatched the trailer, and I cannot believe that they got Werner Herzog. And I think is that Carl Weathers. It looks like Carl Weathers.
0: Yeah, the casting oh for the Mandalorian God. is pretty badass.
1: Yeah, it's it looks great.
0: And we get uh, Gus, Frank yes. from Breaking Bad, as he looks like he's some sort of. Uh, like stormtrooper general kind of leadership role it looks like the 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 is like the death troopers like there are like the all black stormtroopers are in this
1: oh yeah as well yeah, yeah.
0: but that's going right. to be really cool to explore agreed so I'll just let you know, too, uh, I think when The Rise of Skywalker is released in the theaters, I think we're going to plan on doing some sort of uh, present movie review of this film to come out, since at least you and I are pretty uh, big Star Wars fans and have a lot of interest in where this film's going to take us and lead us. Um, so hopefully you'll join us this winter when that comes along. So thank you for... Listening to this episode of Movie Time Machine, Look quick look into the trailer for The Rise of Skywalker. Thank you, and have a good day.